0: Right and there we go. We are live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pastrami Nation podcast. My name is Nolan Smith, and joining me today, we have a whole host of characters. Uh, so first off, let's start with the usual suspects. We have fellow co-founder of Pastrami Nation, Jason. Hi, everyone. We have our entertainment editor, Mr. Kevin Hoskinson.
1: Hey, guys. How's it going?
0: We have, with the awesome toy room, Christian. <laughs> What's up, <Jason? laughs> And we have longtime staple of Pastrami Nation, Daniel Schwartz. Hey, good to be here. And we do have a special guest today. We have the president of Pandemoni Toys. We have Ryan Magnan. Welcome, sir. That's
2: me. Thank you. Glad to be (laughs) in the Pastrami Nation.
0: We're excited to have you here. Um, Before we jump in, as always, everybody, um, drop your comments. Comments are how you are entered to win a Pastrami Nation combo from Apollo Burger here in Victorville. Um, Mm. If you haven't tried it, it's just, yeah meaty goodness uh make sure just drop a comment you have all the way until sunday to drop that comment and then we'll do a live um let you know who won but we have two big things we're talking about today um of course second half we're talking about the movie that's probably on everybody's mind which is the suicide squad Mm -hmm. but first up we're going to talk about an awesome awesome kickstarter which is why we have ryan here so let's talk about alternation and pandemoni toys uh, so first off oh, I see we have some comments already Jason bean's oh. like hey there and hey, Be- Jason me. bean is just awesome I mean he's he's been oh, such yeah. a supporter of us and uh, I actually learned about alternation um, last year through Jason bean um, so really appreciate him uh you know introducing me to it because just like everybody on this Podcast. We all love action figures, so um, if you haven't heard of them, well, you're about to hear of them. So, first, sir, if you could tell us about tell us about Pandemoni Toys, and of course, your lineup of Alternation.
2: Sure. Yeah. So we started Pandemoni just as a sort of a pushback against all the, you know, the the reboots and the sequels that were just kind of there. They. Yeah, just the reboots and the sequels. It kind of—I was in the the toy aisle of, of Toys R Us when that was still around, and um, everything on the aisle was was something that was you know fifty, sixty years old, or you know maybe Power Rangers or something was more more recent. But um, still, it was it was kind of it felt it felt kind of sad that kids didn't uh, get the stuff that we had as a kid, where there was always something new, like masters of the universe and and uh, like ninja turtles and thundercats all that stuff was just kind of like coming out every week there was always something fresh it seemed like back then and and that hasn't really been done in a while so um that was really the the kind of the inspiration point behind it the inspiration point that sounds dirty but anyway (laughs) uh the (laughs) the the uh that was that was where the brainchild came from and um just figuring that at some point this this sort of like license everything sort of trend would just eventually stop and and people would be looking for something fresh. Um, and then we did alternation first because that was we did a lot of testing with kids, thinking that they're going to be the ones to uh, to drive it. You know that that maybe people our age were are are happy with with Ninja Turtles and Batman and things like that. That that was what we grew up with and and we like it and forget all that new stuff. So we were trying to um, really focus on on kids. And it turns out, yeah, we ended up getting a big cross-section of, of adult collectors too. So, um, But anyway, the kids were the ones that really helped us pick out the concept we went with, which was alternation and, and uh, the story behind it and characters we ended up using. And awesome. then Jason came along, and he's also been – yeah, I had to also say say hi to Jason, and, and thank you for being a great fan. He's always he's always really uh, spreading the word about it. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. <laughs> now,
0: these things – I don't know if ever, anybody's had a chance to like oh, see these wow. in person, but these are oh, super, cool super cool. So I have the first series. Um, this is Dark, which to me he's the – coolest looking, which is hard to say because they all look really awesome, but I mean, he's, he's a big red frog. How could you not like him?
3: Um,
0: and there's a story that goes along with this. So, in here, you have a free graphic novel when you go there, and uh, I frequent the Dark Horse app, and it's also on the Dark Horse app. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's a whole story that goes with this. First wave is out. Um, two reviews are up on Pastrami Nation from last year. More reviews are going up this week. Um, but, this was just the start because on the back has look for phase two and that's where we're at right now right phase two
2: that is right that's where we're at um you know we we uh released the brand right uh christmas 2019 yeah and then right after that we i mean we had bought extra inventory thinking okay we're doing conventions and and we're going to have a lot of you know comic shop retailers that that we're gonna target um and then everything closed so we we had to sit on that inventory for a while um but you know now that we're kind of getting our bearings again we're um we we started we said well what can we do to kind of i mean it's kind of risky still it's nothing's really open yet i mean the the conventions and things are still kind of shaky and whatnot Mm -hmm. so um we thought a Kickstarter would be a way to kind of mitigate a lot of that risk and still bring let the fans bring bring more characters out if they want to.
0: Right. And you have two characters for this Correct.
2: phase. We have two action figures, and then the, the stretch goals are mini figurines that act as accessories to the main characters. So um, kind of like if you remember Ninja Turtles, had uh, there was a few characters like um, Muckman and... Uh, mm-hmm. A uh, wingnut. They had a, a little mini character little that came kick. with them. Yeah, a little sidekick yeah. that attached to them. Oh, nice. um, so we we took that same idea and then actually like gave the the sidekicks decoration. Um, the idea was that these would come out as blind boxes and be army builders as a as a sort of secondary thing. So you could get multiple ones and not be like, oh man, I already got that one because in the story they're they're a species. They're not just like one character. Um, so that was the idea behind it, and they're called M.U.T.S., uh, and uh, there's a, like, taking, a, again, nods from the 80s toys, the the M.U.T.S. is an acronym, so. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. you got to do that acronym. Oh,
0: yeah. You have to. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'll let everybody else jump in and ask questions, because I know people are just waiting Uh-oh. to ask about uh, Pandemoni.
4: Um, yeah, so Jason said it in the comments. Uh, they're not just action figures, but there is a well thought out PG story with comics and web episodes. I saw that on your, on your website, and that's awesome because I mean, you mentioned you know Ninja Turtles, He Man, and that stuff. So it's it is kind of like that that like full blitz of like supporting the action figures with stories, so like you know children can associate the story with the action figures that they're playing with. Um, it's also you know obviously I think interesting that you bring up that the kids are like the big part of like the success that you guys are finding. Um, I mean, like I, I, that's the first thing I thought of, right? Like, cause you know, we all kind of, at least I assume we all grew up with that, that like those, those toys Mm -hmm. and those comics. So it, for me, it's like, it is a fresh, a breath of fresh air uh, to see what you guys are doing. But like, do you find it more difficult in this day of age, not just like with the COVID, but just like, you know, you have the advancement of the internet, but now obviously things are, a little bit more difficult but i mean like like the process of getting the comics together the process of getting the show produced like how is all that
2: it's been yeah that honestly has been a struggle um so there's a few things to consider if anybody watching is interested in going into toys um there are fewer retailers now. When we started, Toys R Us was still around, uh, and we thought that might be an outlet. And by, by before we even got to uh, production, they were gone. Of course, KB is gone. All those brands, you know, all those stores, I mean, that were around when we were kids might have given a new brand a chance. Nowadays, it's it's very consolidated. And I think that's why a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot of salespeople and, and that sort of, like, that's part of the industry, uh, don't really like to take chances. And, and you do end up with a lot of like, oh, well, I've seen that license. I will buy the, the consumer goods for it rather than, hey, is this a fun product? Um, so that's part one challenge. And then the second side of that was like, well, cool. We'll just find a partner to make a, um, a cartoon out of it. We've got all the, the story material here, but it's the same sort of thing. I mean, that's like a... They're very, they're, there are fewer and fewer outlets to even broadcast something now, too. So a lot of that stuff, it's gotten a little better with streaming and such, but... Um there we shop the series around and then like, once you've hit like the big names there, it, it gets harder and harder to, to sell it. So. Right. so yeah, it's, it's all that. But so what we did with that was like, well, we're not going to let that stop us. And we're just going to keep, we, we can still make toys. We, I mean, we can still make comics. We can still make um, uh short story. We do illustrated stories for kids. We'll be putting out our own books that way for kids. Um, and I—that's it, just always been my attitude. It's like I don't like let people tell me no. I just keep going. I'm like, okay, I'll find another way to do it. So,
4: yeah. Yeah, I—I I mean, they're—they're great-looking figures. Uh, they're—they're they're awesome. Dart, like, is the coolest one that caught my eye, and like, um, I saw Nolan had it earlier. Yeah. Um, like, I just—I love the designs that you guys are working out because you have like so many cool archetypes with everything. Um, yeah. What was, like, you said you guys did, like, some tests with, with kids and with fans about, like, how did that work out? Like,
2: Yeah, um, so we, we tend to just, uh, we come up with the sort of seed of the idea and then run it past group and then refine it and then um, run it past another group and and so on. Um, and with, like, all the characters, Dart, even the characters we haven't released yet, um, we would sort of just give kids this option like hey what are what do you think of this this character's ability and this character's ability or whatever and then just and then we would draw a concept piece and they actually gave us feedback through the whole process so not just from from just basic text story to concept art they were giving us feedback and, and and also as well i should say as the um on the product features they were telling us oh we like projectiles more than you know the sound or something so so there was all that and again that was just again to like we knew that we were going to be facing an uphill battle going into this like being the unknown brand um so we just wanted to you know sort of mitigate that as much as possible what could we do to make sure this thing sells and this thing is fun just on its own merit so
1: yeah Awesome,
3: awesome. Okay, I had a question. Um, mm-hmm. um, so I was looking at your website, and uh, I uh, I have to say I really like uh, your Alpha and Face too. He's, he's really cool looking. Um, Thank you. But um, I just say, are do you have? Uh, I saw there's a bunch of artwork that went with all the all the characters and everything. Um, where where did you get that artwork? Because that artwork is amazing. That's something I think people would want to look at too. Yes. Um, okay. um,
2: is it the general kind of, like, the really... I mean, we had a few artists on it. Um, I'm guessing you're talking about kind of that vector art, that, that kind of poster look. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We had a, a guy named uh, Larry Christmas out of... Uh, I forget where he's out of. I think he's East Coast somewhere. But yeah, he ended up doing that all in vector for us. So that was really cool. Came in handy because... Uh, you know, we could use it for anything. We can blow it up to 10 feet tall if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. selling
1: on
3: point. Very
4: nice. Yeah. Thanks. Really cool. I mean, like, here's the thing when I was a kid, and probably till this day, I'll buy a toy if it looks cool, right? Like, I don't necessarily oh, yeah. need to know. I mean, obviously, I'm still hunting down the toys that I wanted when I was a kid. Like, I think that's the whole nostalgia thing, but like, like, I still will buy, I'll buy, like, Fortnite toys because they look cool. I don't know anything about Fortnite. But, you <laughs> know what I mean, like, you you guys have that advantage of having gorgeous, like, characters. Um, Thank you. So, I don't know. I think that's... I was
2: the same way, yeah. You know, like, I... Um, I remember the Ninja Turtles. I always go back to that, and you can probably yeah. see some of that in the in I the mean, characters. Yeah. But remember, like they had so many characters that weren't even on the show, you know, or in any <laughs> comics. It's like I think I heard the story behind that was that um, they didn't realize that it would be as popular as it was, so they were like scrambling to like come up with characters, and and that's how like Usagi yujumbo got in there, and um, some other characters too. So
4: yeah that's cool man I I mean I'm I'm hoping I you know I, I would just assume like you you said it you guys were like banking on the cons and then you know like it's just so like December 2019 like obviously in retrospect it's like oh no you know yeah. um yeah. hopefully you guys will have in, inventory for like 2022 which I hope you know we can get back to normal. Um, yeah, the cons there. So,
2: yeah, I mean, like I said, we're we're pressing forward. If this, uh, we got plenty of of product concepts we'd like to bring to Kickstarter. So this is kind of we're hoping this first one goes off, and um, just uh, it's like a, the it'll be a way for us to just work directly with the fans and, and parents and things, so they could tell us what what to make next, you know. <laughs>
0: Right. And not having the cons, it kind of becomes that platform, you know, because and and honestly, you know, being uh, a longtime con goer, you know, you can get the products you want without having to wait in that line at six in the morning without having to do all the craziness. Um, And you just have to go to the Kickstarter. So everybody, the Kickstarter is online right now.
2: Let me drop that in. Yeah, that's right. I should do the shameless plug. www. Uh, oh, well, thank you. There you go. <laughs> it's also for anybody listening. It's uh, it's uh, alternation It's the easy way to remember that. Very nice.
0: And I'm Mm going to keep dropping that link as we talk because I just want people to know that it's available right now. Like you can go on there right now today and back and you'll see the two, I mean, two of the big bads of this, um, of the story. And they look great. They absolutely look great. So you need to go check it out. Um, And if you're looking for alternations too, like you can go to Amazon and you can find them. You can go to the website for alternations and you can find them. Um, Mm -hmm. You don't have an excuse. I mean, no, you me, really. you know, frog.
2: <laughs> yeah. we even started taking a uh, cryptocurrency for those uh, you crypto nerds out there. Oh, nice. um, oh <laughs> yeah, see, look at know. that! Yeah, so that's if you have enough of that doggy
0: coin or dogecoin yeah, or any Red of that, coin. totally.
2: Yeah. yeah, got your ethereum and whatever the other ones are, anyway. Um, but yeah, uh. And also, I should mention, the Kickstarter is going to be one of the, the few spots people will be able to get. Uh, we have a lot of variants and one-of-a-kind figures and things. Um, and this will be, like, one of the few times we're offering them. So with, that was something we used to only do at conventions. Now you can get them on the Kickstarter. Awesome. Nice. That's awesome.
1: That's awesome.
4: So cool. Man, I have a million more questions but. Please do it. Do it. Okay, so, okay. Um, do it. <laughs> I, I come from a toy background too. I worked at a toy company for the better part of the, like the 2000s. Um, we didn't do. We did like a bunch of like Simpsons stuff, like weird stuff. But um, your process, I like. I'm assuming you guys are like doing everything in like 3D and then going to print. Like, um, so like how how much of your process is digital? How much of it is traditional? Like after the print, are you guys like refining, making changes still?
2: Yeah, we did. And then, you know, the other thing we would do is, like, we didn't have all those contacts for uh, a factory that we were, you know, like, hey, we know this factory is good and that they will that they will uh, deliver well. So we ended up, like, having to make so many uh, uh, extra prototypes just for that factory oh. to show us what they could do. Um, and then, yeah, but as for digital versus traditional, it's all digital. Um, as far as the sculpting, and then, and then, yeah, we just we'll reprint something if it's like critical and like, oh, we need to make sure we, we get this right. But there's been a lot of times where we're like, no, that's a minor change. Like, just go straight to the to the thing, and it was fine. Go straight to the the tooling. Right. Tooling for people who don't know, that's when they actually make a mold out of the out of metal, and and inje- that's what they inject plastic into to make a thing. Yeah. yeah.
4: No, it's, I, when I was working at a toy company, this was back in like 2004, our, that's when printers were like the cost of like a Humvee, like they were <laughs> like huge, they were the size of ATM
2: machines. Well, we don't print them in our plate, our printer is not like for that, but um, the factories we work with end up doing 3D prints that you wouldn't even be able to tell, like they get yeah. it down to like micron, or, you know? That's awesome. Yeah.
4: Oh, that's really cool. Cool. Yeah,
2: yeah. So you worked for a company that did Simpsons, was it Jax?
4: No, 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 no.
2: We did or, uh, so
4: we didn't actually we weren't license holders. So oh, what, okay. what we did is we have like a catalog of like 3D models. So if you were a license holder, Fox made you go through us. Uh we were called Atomic Monkey. Short lived, oh. man, like eight years. And then we were like we sank back in two thousand nine from bad investments and stuff. But oh, okay. yeah, we did a lot of stuff with like Family Guy, Fox. We did uh prototypes for like we did um, stuff for Disney too. We did a lot of like uh, maquettes for like actual production maquettes for like animation. Oh, it really big. Yeah, yeah, weird stuff. But um, that was like a lifetime ago. So, <laughs> but, yeah, and it's
2: old school. Yeah. yeah. Well, everything before last year is a lifetime ago, I think. <laughs> yeah,
1: true.
0: Right. Because last year was like 10 years, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <10
1: years ago. laughs>
4: cool. But, yeah, very exciting stuff, man. Definitely yeah. get on Kickstarter if you're not already supporting this.
2: Yeah, you know, one. I mean, I guess one thing I didn't mention is uh, the idea behind Alternation of the Toys was that um, they were animal-inspired. Well, they're soldiers created in a secret uh, experiment by the military to mix animal DNA and human DNA. Only they don't know what like, their experiments, and that's kind of where the conflict is. But with the toys, so with that, we wanted all of the toys to reflect real-world animal abilities, just like weird things animals can do. And so each of the the toys has their own distinct play feature. Like the chameleon could change colors, the electric eel lights up, stuff like that. It was all. It, it was important to us that we kept it all sort of science-based and not just like oh, like X Men or something where they have psychic powers. Or, or Something mm-hmm. totally made up stuff like uh, you he, he can control fire with I don't know <laughs> a gun
3: no. that shoots Phoenix bullets, yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 right. No, it's, it's awesome, and yeah, each one of the original lineup I mean, they're they are very distinct, um, and they're very cool. Um, let's see, what was his name? It is. The guy with the spikes, there he is, oh, kill Roy. Oh,
4: Kilroy. Yeah, he was the first mm-hmm. one I
0: opened up, and oh. I mean that is a beefy, detailed figure. Um, very cool features with the spikes on the back, um, and it, it just honestly amazed me. I remember I took, I was at the comic shop out here in the desert, and I was like, I mean, look at this thing, you know? Like, I mean, it was so cool. Like, it was something you couldn't find on the shelves, um, and I was just, you know, overjoyed by it. That one and Albert Albert yeah. they were my first two that I popped open and uh pleasantly surprised they're, they're top-notch and like being mentioned in the comments you know the the feature really does make them in here um you know, and it makes them unique because I mean as a collector I do love my ultra articulated figures of course you know but it's so cool to see I mean we have these that still have these awesome features that work it's not like um what did they say? Like back in the day, Waffle Batman that just has like whatever accessory they throw with them, and you click the back, and he does something. Um, racket, all these, Batman. right? <laughs> Fear of God Batman, all those <laughs> weird Batman <laughs>
2: variants. No, um, like that was sorry if I go on an tangent, but like the Batman's always drove me crazy as a kid because you couldn't just get like. Plain Batman from the Thank movie, you. <laughs> yeah. It was always like like, a silver outfit or something, yeah. Who doesn't want a gold Batman?
4: I that's yeah. the one that I had, and I'm like, God,
2: I get <laughs> the silver one, so at least you got gold. Yeah, <laughs>
4: <laughs> there's like a tiger striped camo one. I'm like, just give me gray and black. God dang, yep,
3: is it that yeah. hard? <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: And like, I well,
2: know, there's only one know. character that like, kids wanted, so they're like, okay, let's make 10 of that character <laughs> and Bob the Goon. Right,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Bob the Goon.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah.
0: let me. I think we got a question from Bean Um, oh, yeah. are you the brains behind each hybrid, or is there a group that decides as a group what animals should be combined?
2: Um, that goes again back to the, the kid testing. We, um, what did we do? I think I I, I I I was the the guy that came up with the basic the basis I should say, um, and I said okay well I I sort of just went on a website and saw like what kind of special abilities that that animals have that humans don't, and I just mixed and matched them, um, and then I had concept artists come up with a sketch based on what I wrote. And then we tested those sketches with kids, and they picked the six you saw as their top favorite. So, and then we on we we already knew we wanted a um, a robot villain, so that was where sabotage came from. And um, that was totally the concept artist. Uh, we didn't really give him much direction at all. So, <laughs> and actually, yeah, the that guy that cool. wanted the huh? Sorry, go ahead.
0: He looks really cool. Yeah.
2: Oh, thank you. Yeah, we. I mean, we always. The only thing I did do a lot of directing with the concept artists to say like, don't just do like, don't just copy kind of what's in the zeitgeist or or the, the trends or anything like that. And if I saw them going that route, then I would push them like in another way. And that's how that act that exo arm came up on. Sabotages back. It was like okay, we that that's just like a it's a uh striking color against the blue and it's just something different for his shape and, and something you don't see every day so yeah. and there, there was some other things too like we mentioned quillroy like we didn't want them to just be like cool looking characters we wanted people to be able to see um their personality just by looking at them so uh and then also just be fun so with quillroy we we made he's the weightlifter and kind of the the tough guy of the group. So he's he's got a weapon that's made out of his gym equipment. He's got uh, his like Red Bull knockoff energy drink as an accessory, stuff like that. So yeah. Good I, yeah, I did, I did have a lot of influence on a lot of that. But I do have to say the concept artist did most of the heavy lifting. So.
4: <laughs> of, of all the, the toys that you guys have put out, which one's your favorite?
2: Oh, of all of them? Um, it changes all the time, to be honest. Um, I guess as a character, I like El Rey the best. Cause he's just, his, his whole MO is like integrity all the time. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I've always kind of also liked the leader in a lot of shows like Leonardo was always my favorite. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Nice. Cool. Well, I'm going to drop this comment one more time in there with the Kickstarter link. So that way everybody yeah. has yeah. it. Make sure you check that out. It ends. Um, what, how many days does it end, sir?
2: I think it ends at the end of the month, so I think we've okay. got about 20 days left. Yeah.
0: There we go. So 20 days. Make sure you click over there. Check it out. Um, the price for two, the two figures is not bad at all when you think about what indie figures go for right now. So check it out. You won't be disappointed. They've already produced amazing figures, so you have nothing to worry about. This It's not an unknown coming into it um, because I know sometimes you think Kickstarter, you're like, oh, you know, they're gonna take my money, you know. I, I can tell you, out of the hundred and I think one hundred and thirty Kickstarter's I've backed, two have welched on me and not delivered. Oh, Everybody right. else, like two has, went
1: through. gonna be like, hey.
0: oh, oh no! <laughs> Everybody else has been amazing. So please bid with, you know, go in there with confidence. Back that with confidence. And like you said, there's a lot of the things that are going on that Kickstarter. Yes, you have the two figures. Um, you have different things on there as well. Um, you have chances to get the um, different variants of the figures, different color um, weapons. So make sure you go check it out um, and you'll be seeing a lot more um, spotlighting alternation um, as we move through the campaign so that way people can see like, wow, yeah, I need to be a part of this.
2: Um, I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't, I mean, I didn't realize how bad it was on Kickstarter. Um, But yeah, we, this thing is ready to go. So, I mean, we've got all the modeling done, all the testing done um the last thing that will test is the like just making sure that it passes safety but that'll be nothing like that's easy but basically all the work is done and it's just this last step of like actually creating the the molds and uh and going into mass production so and yeah if the money's there it's it's not a problem at all (laughs) if the kickstarter funds are there awesome
0: well then everybody you need to go over there check it out make sure and share it you know because Uh, if if you're a fan of Pastrami Nation, you're a fan of action figures, so you know you want to go check it out anyway. Um, And make sure you share it with all uh, all the groups and whatnot, because we want to see this happen. We want to see those two bad guys come to life. Um, I want to see how they measure up in comparison to, like, Dart and the other figures. So um, make sure we make that happen. Do
2: you Uh, want me to uh, keep that a surprise? (laughs) Uh,
0: No, I mean, if you want, yeah, I would love to see comparison shots. That would be super cool.
2: Oh well, okay. I don't have shots, but definitely Alpha is bigger. He's he's going to be our biggest character yet. So, and oh, he's obviously. got these articulated wings. I don't. um woo. yeah, it's it's going to be great. So. Nice. Oh
0: yeah, we need to make this happen, people. We do. Yes.
2: Yeah. So we it out are at that actually. Lane. Yeah, and we are really counting on word of mouth more than anything. So it's great you guys have a lot of action figure fans. Oh, absolutely. We have please.
0: fans, we have uh, artists, we have people like Christian who have been in the game.
2: We need your social media. look right in the camera. Bring us <laughs> your social media following.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Um, Any more questions for Ryan before we jump to the next topic? Uh,
3: just one. Um, so yes. are you guys working on any more uh, concepts for, like, uh, Phase 3 or an extended extension of Phase
2: 2? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that. We, we are working on concepts for Phase 3. We've got uh, some characters that were shown in the Dark Horse comic at the end, um, and it'll be our first two female characters, three female Sweet. characters, and also a, uh, an aquatic character that, that will actually, his feature would be swimming. So. Uh, and we also want to do more with playsets and vehicles. Uh, we've got plans for that. Um, I think we've got a concept for play sets that I think would revolutionize like the whole uh, the whole sort of industry around uh, play sets. So I, I hope we get to do that. Even if we don't do it with alternation, we'll, we'll be bringing that out. So. In some way or another, and then we also have—I'm alluding to—we uh, have other concepts for other brands as well that I'd, I'd like to get out. Some uh, vehicle ID. If you were a fan of Mask or uh, yes, uh, Jason yes. the Wheel Warriors, we have wheel some warriors. Stuff. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Stop we us. have some stuff that's like that, but it's the same kind of thing as alternation. It's like if you love that, it's like this, but more modernized. So, um, if you if he-Man is to alternation what this concept is to, to Jason the Wield Warriors or, or mask. So. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, we can't
0: wait to see what the future holds for <laughs> sure.
2: Thanks. Yeah, I mean the only way so be sure to, to pledge so we can do all that stuff. And we'll do another Kickstarter and another Kickstarter for all these things. Nice. So, or not. or it just guarantees just do the guarantees you the product. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. You might you might as well do it. You know, you go on there, it's a simple. If you've never done a Kickstarter easy easy stuff you just go on there you pledge it once the uh campaign closes if it reaches a funding goal you get charged and that's it you know there's no confusion involved and yeah make make sure you do make sure we get this brought to life and i see jason bean put omg i want play sets yep. yes.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> well awesome well again make sure you everybody go back it um we're about to transition to the next one but Ryan please stick around if you'd like um
2: yeah
0: cuz we're going to we're going to talk about suicide squad right now but first make sure drop those comments for a chance to win a pastrami nation sandwich from Apollo Burger in Victorville um mm. and you have till sunday and i see we got some more people that have popped up we have rebecca yeah. heather we have david woodring what's up woodring um so make sure you drop that comment and let's go ahead and jump into the craziest movie that opened this weekend, The Suicide Squad. So we're going to talk spoilers. So if you're like, I don't want to hear spoilers, just put it on mute. We leave the video open so you can still see us. But Put a general, star
3: like, on your face so you can't hear it.
0: Just a put a big alternation
1: <laughs> Kickstarter link. <right? laughs>
0: yeah, you can look at the alternations Kickstarter while you're listening to oh. <laughs> So, all right. So what did everybody think? Initial thoughts if you saw it. What did you think of The Suicide Squad? Go. Loved it. Love
1: yeah, it. it's it's James Gunn on Wild, and I loved it. Every second of it. Yeah. Yeah, it took me – well, I had to watch it twice, obviously, but
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was kind of like Kevin. I uh, had to watch it a second time to kind of appreciate it a little more. Um, I went in with huge expectations. It's like, you know, it's getting 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Everyone's loving it. Yeah. Um, and i there was a few things that i was a little disappointed with after watching it um especially like with the trailer the trailer spoiled quite a bit of the good parts of the movie um, i was really like the the gag where they're uh, gonna rescue harley and then she already got out they yeah. spent 20 oh, minutes in the movie yeah. setting that up and they already you know played out the gag in the trailer so um kind of uh that that stuck with me a little bit but uh my other big disappointment was just uh, Peter Capaldi. I love Peter Capaldi from Doctor Who, but it's like he, uh, they didn't make his thinker intimidating. Like if you remember uh, Clifford DeBow on The Flash, mm-hmm. he was terrifying. He was 25 steps ahead of everybody. And this, they could have plugged in Joe Random Scientist to do the same <laughs> role. Um, but. You Know, I, I watched it again today just to kind of follow Kevin's advice. Kevin went and watched it again. I did the same thing. Um, <laughs> when, once you kind of get over those kind of things, it's really fun. Those first 20 minutes where with the team A on the beach, with uh, <laughs> uh everything that happens with Weasel right away, and just there's, there's a lot of it's a lot more fun the second time for me. I don't know everybody else, but there, there is a lot of fun things in there.
0: So, if you don't know the premise of Suicide Squad, so there was a Suicide Squad movie that came out before. And it's about uh, DC taking kind of your no-good super villains and you're saying, I'm knocking 10 years off your sentence if you live through this mission. And that's the whole point of it. Um, so, the first movie happened. And, you know, it was okay. You know? Um, <laughs> I like the first movie that happened. And that's yeah, all it happened. It. Well, there were some good parts of it. But, um, I think the expectations uh, were extremely high for when it came to the Suicide Squad, the second one, um, because, I mean, you had a stacked roster. Um, you are coming out of COVID. You are one of the first big you know, blockbuster movies to hit. I mean, Jungle Cruise hit and Black Widow hit. Um, but then now Suicide Squad hit. Um, for, I really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it because, you know, a lot of the uh, classic comic elements came to life. Um, I mean, we had Starro the Conqueror. Yeah. We had Starro. <laughs> yeah, just strolling down the street, you know, and doing what he does and putting starfish on people's heads and making that weird noise when he shoots them out of his armpit.
3: That, um, the ultimate that. flying out of his armpit.
0: Yep, that. Uh, but Starro, I mean, if you're a DC fan, you're like, I know Starro. You know, everybody knows Starro if you're a fan. So uh, what was your favorite part out of Suicide Squad? Go.
1: So I'll, I'll start, so actually mine was, I'm a huge, I mean, I'm a huge Harley Quinn fan as it is. So her breakout of that, of that uh, you know, when she was locked up, oh. I thought that was really cool. Like when she had the javelin and like it had all the, like the cartoon, like flowers and like everything mm-hmm. like popped up behind her. And it was like, she was basically like, she was in a comic book panel and it looked incredible and it looked amazing. And uh, I thought that to me was my favorite part. Um yeah, that was my all like ultimate favorite part out of the whole thing. I loved it.
3: All right. Who's next? I'll go no, I'll for go it. Ahead, I'll go Dan. next. Go for it. When they just like totally like slaughter those people in the jungle. Yes. And then she's like, My friends are there. And then they're like, <laughs> <"There's> <laughs> of you, Yeah, they were they were dead when we got here. Like,
4: yep. I love that. <laughs> Um, that was that, awesome. that was a really risky. Like they earned their R rating, you know what I mean? Like that's oh, a risky yeah. joke, and kind of like yeah. a big lead up to get to it. And I think it really paid off because I I saw it in my in my living room at like you know at night, uh, nice. and I I was dying laughing watching that,
3: yeah.
4: so. especially that scene. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That um, was same, same here. Actually, that was
3: that was uh, my funniest. Part was, yeah, I was just gonna say that was the scene in the jungle, him and uh, Bloodsport and John Cena going back and forth, killing people, uh, <laughs> to see who can do the better one, um, and then getting there, realizing, oh, that's that's our friends, um, and that, that wasn't in the trailer, anything, so that was up perfectly, and that just that, that I couldn't stop laughing.
4: Um, I'll, I'll say, like, I loved it, it was either the beginning of the third act, the end of the second act, the whole thing with, um, with Flag and Peacemaker um oh, like they're yeah. they're like fight their big fight. I think that was awesome. Like here's the thing, like Rick Flag sucked in the first movie. It right? was so boring. Yeah. Yes. Like, like he was forgettable. He was so badass in this movie. Like man, mm. like thank you James Gunn for like it's it just goes to show like if you put a good you can put anything in the hands of like a good writer and like you know they can make it, interesting. My girlfriend always complains that she's like, Fantastic Four is so lame. Like she hates Reed Richard, and she was like, He who cares about a stretchy guy? And I'm like, he's the smartest man in the Marvel <laughs> universe, you have to understand. And she was like, Who cares? Ooh, he can stretch. And I'm like, but that's the thing. Like, you could have made that same argument for Ant-Man, you know what I mean? But you put it in like a competent writer's hands and like they can make it interesting. You could have said the same about Guardians, you know, same with Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. Who would have thought that Polka Dot Man would have made like such an awesome? Right. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so it I, it's not about the necessarily like to me the the character. I think it's just like who who's what filmmaker are you putting like are are you giving it to you know what I mean? And like, I think James it's, it's is perfect parts. Yeah.
0: Right, because you're right. If you had given this, you know, put this in somebody else's hands, I mean, they they could have butchered it. You know, this could have again, been a horrible again. horrible movie. Yeah. You could have walked yeah. away thinking like just put it put it down. You know. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, being a big WWE guy, um, my favorite part, of course, is John Cena as Peacemaker. Um, because, he, yeah, and we could see him. But uh, I think the, the biggest thing was, like, he was playing the heel version of John Cena in the WWE. He was this cocky a-hole. Um, and his snarky remor- remarks and everything. And you're like, yeah, this is John Cena. They would come out rapping, talking crap about you <laughs> while he's before he beats the crap out of you in the ring. Um you know that, and then um, I mean, it's not like a big. Nothing happened in this moment, really, but just to see Killer Shark, I mean King Shark, grab that guy and rip him oh, and yeah. uh, yeah. like that. T- it was just like a comic <laughs> panel. You're like, wow, like he just. And um, I know it wasn't you know significant or anything, but it was so cool to see. Um, we do got some comments going. Uh, we some have that Jesus. movie was interesting. He's was hilarious. <laughs> Uh Bean was said he wasn't a huge fan of it. It was just okay. Um, but For he was first. bothered by the thinker. Uh, and he loved that Pete Davidson lost his face. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yeah. That that opening was
1: that pretty, weasel pretty, scene, pretty man. That weasel scene still cracks me up. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. It's just so like perfectly executed, and he like just belly flops on the water. Just trying <laughs> to like waller in the freaking thing, and you just see the video of him just like And everybody's down. just like
0: yeah he can swim right and you're like you almost want to cringe but that's such a great moment because they put that tension there and you're just like
1: there were so many of those moments though in that movie where i was like i shouldn't be laughing at this but like it's freaking hilarious like yeah it was dark but super funny and super well done
3: yeah. She's like, Is he a werewolf? I always wanted to meet a werewolf.
0: <laughs>
4: he's like, Oh no, he's not dangerous. I mean, yeah, he's killed like 24 children. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's so good. That's now, great.
0: any dislikes that we haven't talked about yet? Uh, okay.
3: Yeah. Oh, cool. Go, go ahead, Christian.
0: I mean,
4: okay, so it's not necessarily a dislike. I think it's more of an observation. And I think it's like we have, we're, we've got to state it, right? Like, comparisons have to be drawn between this and Guardians, obviously, right? Um, and, like, I, I love Guardians. I love both of the Guardians movies. Um, like, oh, cool. I didn't even know his piece now. Um, I, I love both of the Guardians movies. Like, the second watch of Guardians 2, for me, had me in tears. Like, the whole stuff mm-hmm. with Yondu. Like, man. Um, but I think, you know, like, as much as I loved Suicide Squad, I don't, like, and it shouldn't, you know, it's Suicide Squad. But it definitely, like, I think the difference between Suicide Squad and Guardians is the difference between, like, The Office and Parks and Rec, to me. Like, I think, yes. and that difference is heart, right? Like, I think the different, like, Parks and Rec is, like, love. Like, they all care about each other. Yes. And they all look out for each other And the office. Not so much. Right? <laughs> so I kind of equate, like, Par- that's a, Suicide that's Squad is the comparison. office. <laughs> right? And, like, yeah. And Parks and Rec is, like, Guardians. Um, like, my girlfriend said she's, like, I can still watch, like, Guardians over and over again. She's, like, I don't know. As much as I love Suicide Squad, she doesn't know that she would sit down and watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um which is fair. I mean, I would because I fucking love it. Um, you know, like, I, I get that. I mean, I think that's like a
1: valid criticism for her to have. So. absolutely. Um, but yeah.